Hi there. We're so glad you found the Fabric Podcast. Before you start listening, we wanted to let you know that this is one of our earlier episodes where our show was called The Check-In. On these episodes, we talk about the company, giving you insight into who we are and what we do. But in 2019, we realized we really want to focus more on company culture. So we refocused and renamed the podcast. So just a heads up that this earlier episode is still us, the team from The Receptionist, but just with a different show name and a slightly different focus. Thanks for listening. On this episode of The Check-In, we're doing a customer spotlight. We're joined by Marcus Jerome's from Therapy Space, which is an innovative co-working space for mental and behavioral health professionals. Therapy Space started in Nashville, Tennessee, and has been growing, which is really exciting for them, and really meets the needs of what therapists and other clinicians need for their clients. A space that's warm, inviting, relaxing, and maintains the confidentiality for their clients. So Therapy Space fills this need really well. We talk on this episode about the type of space that was created, why that need exists, and how the receptionist has been helping to check clients in in a way that allows them to feel calm, ready for their sessions, and allows the practitioners to really be professional and caring from the moment their clients step in the door. So we're so excited to learn more about Marcus and Therapy Space on today's episode. Well, I am so excited to have Marcus Jerome's on with us today. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. So tell us a little bit about yourself, the company, Therapy Space. I'm excited to talk about this and, and what you do. Yeah, so I'm a licensed marriage and family therapist, and I live in Nashville, Tennessee with my wife. And we started the company about four or five years ago. It's a co-working space devoted just to sort of the niche behavioral health community. So we have uh, psychiatrists and therapists marriage and family therapists, social workers, uh, even some nutritionists who all share space together and we try to get the benefits of uh, being in private practice uh, alongside the benefits of, of, of an agency type setting where we're not in isolation and we have people to talk to and uh, to collaborate with and, and uh, just not to feel so lonely. So we, we try to combine the best of those two worlds and offer fully furnished and managed space for clinicians as they begin to build their practices, uh, they can take on more days as they need them. And that way they don't have to come out of pocket and rent more space than they need or uh, have to worry about furnishing and uh, all those sort of upfront costs that can be barriers towards getting into private practice for a lot of folks. So yeah. I'm trying to make that transition easier for everybody and uh, and uh, defray some of those upfront costs for people. That's amazing. And, uh, sort of just uh, help, them, you know, help them get into the private practice world. Yeah, absolutely. For anyone who's not a therapist, yeah, it, it can be really hard to get your private practice off the ground to feel like you have to get into this full-time space and then furnish it. And how do you secure all the clients to pay for the rent? And maybe you find someone to sublet with. So I love that this is is filling a need. So now are you still in practice? Are you seeing clients there as well? Yeah, I am. I, I'm seeing clients two days a week. Uh, I devote the other days of the week to uh, to the business. And to managing that and, and building that out and uh, ex- expansion. Yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah, still, still have a heart to do the therapy work and probably always uh, have, have my foot in that world. Right. Uh, to, to some degree. Yeah. So the idea of a co working space obviously isn't new. This is something we see in a lot of areas, and obviously, neither is therapy as well as therapist sharing space. But as I said, I think combining them is just a fantastic idea. So, how did this business model come about? So I, I was finishing an internship, and I wanted to work in private practice. 
but I didn't have uh, enough clients to sustain that full time. I knew I didn't want to work in an agency setting. Um, I'd heard some horror stories, just of of burnouts and low compensation rates and that kind of stuff. And just thought, well, private practice seems like the gold standard. I want to go for that. Uh, So I had this full-time office space and uh, very few clients. And uh, Professor Ryan had um, asked uh, if he could rent a day from me. And I thought, it's a great idea. Absolutely helped to price my cost. We sort of went from there. We thought, well, if we can scale this, um, we can provide an even nicer space for people that may not necessarily be able to afford that right out of school and create sort of a larger community. So with cross referrals and with uh, sort of networking meetings and breakfast and just, just build that community out. So that's what we thought we would do. And we kind of, uh, when I say we, I mean my business partner, co-founder of Therapy Space, Dr. Noah Zop. Uh, we, we talked about it, we thought about it, and uh, we, we started our first office in Cool Springs, Tennessee. It's a suburb of Nashville about four years ago. Yeah. And uh, we, we just went from there. Yeah. And I love that, you know, you're doing two things. Like you said, you're giving this space, but you're also creating this community because I think working in the mental health field, it can become isolating if you are the only one in your office, maybe someone sublets a day. So you're not there at the same time. So I just think that's great that you've created this community along with the space that people need. So you said you started about four years ago with one space. How has the company grown so far and where do you see it going from here? Look, it's, it's steadily grown uh, from that first office. Um, and we, we have now three spaces in Nashville, Tennessee. We're, we're working on a fourth. We've opened a Troy, Michigan. We have a Dallas location. We're opening a second there. And we're currently uh, looking to expand into Miami, Florida, yeah. Atlanta, and Austin, Texas. Uh, so those are the ones that we're actively working on. And long term, we'd like to be in, we'd like to have about 50 locations and um, just build out each region uh, that we enter. Um, try to make sure there's there, there are four or five um, therapy-based locations in, in each one of those markets. So yeah, that's where we're going. We're far from it, but we're we're steadily chipping away at it. Yeah, you're getting there. And I mean, I think that's, you know, it's great to have these goals. And there are therapists all over the country. And I know, having some therapists who are friends that this, this is what people are looking for. So I think you've, you've definitely found a need so that that'll be exciting to see how you continue to grow and, and spread across the country. So as you started the company, and you know, have grown when you think about the space and the environment that meets the needs of the practitioners and their clients, what sorts of things did you have to consider? Uh, we, we had to consider uh, access to parking. Um, we had to consider ADA compliance space. Mm, so making yeah. sure there were, there were elevators or uh, hallways were going to be wide enough. Uh, we had to make sure that confidentiality um, was a priority. Yeah. So just making sure that uh, the walls were insulated and soundproofed, um, making sure that there's space for files to be kept and that, are, that would be, uh, HIPAA compliant, making sure the, the waiting rooms were, uh, comfortable and secure and that there wasn't just sort of a free flow of clients back into the sort of the, the, the office area, uh, making sure the offices themselves were, were calming and, and basically we, we wanted every, so every, every part of, of each office space to, to feel therapeutic, to feel calming right. and uh, comforting for, for to be uh, 
it's just a, a calming experience for both clinician and client. Right. Yeah. When you think of maybe some of the traditional co-working spaces that people are familiar with, they've got some open spaces and, you know, it's confidentiality isn't considered in the way that it, it has to be considered here. So yeah, you had some really unique needs when building out these spaces. So that's great that you've been able yeah, to do that. I think that's the biggest difference. Uh, they're beautiful co-working spaces yeah. uh, all over in, in most metropolitan areas. And, and the, the big thing that I think just distinguishes us from them is, is confidentiality. Mm-hmm. It's difficult to bring in a family uh, to do therapy if you're in one of these sort of a traditional co-working spaces because you have just everyone out in the open um, and, and confidentiality is, is not it is not possible to achieve in that, that environment. So that's what we're going at first, first and foremost to make our clients feel safe. And yeah. so that's, that's always at the front of our mind. Absolutely. Now, I'm curious, with the, the therapists that are using this co-working space, have you noticed anything about how they're running their business? Um, you know, is there any sort of consistent person that tends to like this space? Is it someone who's just starting out versus, um, you know, maybe more established? Are there any, any consistent patterns of, of your therapists? Yeah. So well, we thought that that's a good question. We thought that um, the space would be ideal, ideally suited for, for newer clinicians coming out of school. And um, it, because we offer the, the option to, to, to start with just one day or even one half day and to build from there. But we found that we get sort of a mix of both established professionals and sort of newer pre-licensed professionals. Um, the more established folks, they enjoy the, um, I guess, the ease right. uh, of, of using space with us. So just having one bill to pay each month. Um, so we take care of all of their office supplies, the, the, the business grade Wi-Fi, the, the janitorial services, um, even things like tissues, this sort of stuff, mm-hmm. where they just pay one bill to us rather than have to manage the space themselves. So you have the more established folks that just sort of, I think, enjoy the luxury of it. And then you have the newer people that uh, that are getting into space that they probably wouldn't otherwise be able to afford um, and furnishing that would be difficult to afford. But being able just to just to take the right amount uh, that they would need. So yeah. yeah, it was it was a surprise that we're we were attracting both yeah both types of clinicians. Yeah, I could see yeah that line of thinking that let's start this out for the the newer therapists who can't really afford this. And you know if you have a chance to go on their site, the, the spaces are gorgeous and very inviting and bright and clean and you know they look like what you would expect and hope for. I think in a in a therapist space, very calming and inviting. So yeah, I could see where the other side of that is these established practitioners would really like the idea that I don't have to manage any of that myself. I don't have to worry about keeping my, you know, furniture nice and updated or keeping my space clean and that yeah, kind of that turnkey just go into my office and do what I need to do and then be able to leave. I can see where it would be appealing for sort of both points in your career. Yeah. It seems to be that way. So we're 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 excited about that. Yeah. And now you're using our product, our visitor management system in your spaces. So how did that come about and how is it useful for your setup? Well, it, it came about uh, first location. We um, we noticed people were, or the clinicians were going from the sort of the office area and opening the door into the waiting room area. And we thought this is uh, inconvenience for them. Let's, let's make this better. Let's try to solve the problem. Let's, let's replace that door with the glass door. Um, and so we did that and then we still found, well, they had to open the door 
to go see if their clients were there because they couldn't see around the corner. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we thought, all right, so we struck out. Let's let's go back to the drawing board and, and find out something, find out another solution. And um, we 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 came across the receptionist. It adds a little bit of elegance and some professionality, I think, to to the to therapy space. So right. it, I think it just makes us look more professional. And it's a nice little added value for our clinicians. Um, I think it makes them look more professional. Their clients love it. It's really easy to use. Um, it's extremely user-friendly. So even some, some elderly clients of mine mm-hmm. with, with no prompting, with no explanation, sort of hopped in there their first day and, and were able to use this um, the receptionist app. So very easy to use and it solved the problem. And um, it's, it's low maintenance. It's yeah. easy to set up. And uh, the the price is great as well. So good. Well, we love that. And so sort of a no brainer for us. Good. And can you take us through kind of the I guess we'd call it the workflow, but but how are you utilizing it? So uh, a client is coming into a waiting room and and using the prompts on the iPad. Like, what's the process? And then how are you using notifications so that the clinician knows that their person is there? Yeah. So when they come into our waiting rooms, we we have some nice music playing. Um, uh, all the clinicians' names are sort of up on the screen with their with their licensure, and um, then there's a, a nice little iPad kiosk, um, and we have that labeled client check-in. And uh, so the the clients come in there; it's, it's very intuitive, so they know to to go to that. Uh, when they hit check-in, the, a list of clinicians pops up on the screen. They they tap on on their therapist or psychologist's name. And uh, they're prompted to put in their initials, and then that immediately sends a text and or an email to their to their clinician, and uh, they get it right away. And at that point, the the therapist knows to to walk down and get their client to take them back to to their session. That's great. Now, um, we had a previous guest on the show who also worked in a therapeutic setting, and she talked about how. Uh, it was great that when she used the receptionist, you know, if a client was maybe there at the wrong time or the wrong day, you know, and they checked in, maybe she wasn't in the office, but she could reply really quickly and, you know, say, oh, I have us down for three o'clock on Thursday, you know, that it, it helped with some of those um, challenges that you might face just in normal interactions, right? People getting times or days wrong, um, but addressing it really absolutely. quickly. That, that happened to me yesterday. Did but, it? Yeah, that absolutely happens. It helps sort of manage your again. It's it's the receptionist, so it it's it's it feels more of a need than just uh, signaling signaling to you when you need to go get your client. Yeah, and that's a perfect example, and that does happen. Yeah, or if you know maybe you're you're running late, or you know otherwise, if it was your own single office and someone's just sitting there waiting, they don't have anyone to tell or to notify, and with you know a quick check in, you get an alert that you know client. Joe is here, but wait, I have him for an hour from now. You can respond quickly and say, I have our appointment for an hour. And, you know, then he can come back and you guys can get that worked out. So I love that it it allows for that sort of instantaneous or very quick communication. And I think especially in a therapeutic space, that's important uh, because I would imagine, you know, you might have people in crisis at times or, you know, feeling overwhelmed or emotional. And if now to add on top of that, they can't get in touch with their therapist or they think they have an appointment. And they're sitting there waiting. Um, that that ability to communicate easily through the system is is helpful. Yeah, I mean that that's definitely helpful. I think even uh, in addition to that is just people feel calm when yeah. they 
they have checked in, they realize like, okay, my therapist knows I'm here. If they're mm-hmm. running, you know, five, 10 minutes late, they're, they're going a little long with the previous client. That's fine. They can feel calm. They know that their therapist has been notified. So they're not just sitting there sort of ambiguously worrying, you know, right. are they coming or are they not coming? And so I, I think that that sort of lets them enjoy sort of the calmness of the waiting room and kind of gives them an opportunity to relax a little bit before they go into session. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that it's it's really filling that need. So have you, you mentioned this a little bit, but have you had any feedback from your therapists about how they're liking the receptionist and how it's working for them? Um, I've had nothing but just unanimous positive feedback. Good. Everyone's really thankful, said it's a, it's a great idea. The clients like it. It's easy to use. I mean, it's, it's, um, it's a very like simple sort of elegant solution to a problem. It, 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 it lends sort of professionality to sort of everybody who's there. It just looks good. So. Yeah. And if you think of, you know, the options of having a physical person there, that's not a really great solution for a space like yours or having no one there. That's not really a great solution for a space like yours. So we're so happy that, you know, this could, could fill the need that your space and your, your clients, your therapists and their clients have. Yeah, absolutely. So before we finish up today, any final thoughts for us? Um, you know, any best practices if you're kind of in some sort of co-working space or utilizing our visitor management system or just any final thoughts for our listeners today? Well, final thoughts, I think uh, if you're if you're in a city where there's a therapy space, come check us out. Uh, if you're not, I, I would say as, as far as um, being in the sort of the therapeutic field, you just want to make every point of contact with your clients a, a, a therapeutic one, one that sort of reflects uh, attention to care for them, and uh, the receptionist uh, is part of that for us. It it, it helps us communicate that we're, we're professional, we're here for our client, and we've, we've sort of thought about all the details. So uh, that's that would be my my main advice for people out there. Great. Well, thank you so much. It's been great talking to you about this, and we're again we're so happy to hear how this really is helping everyone in your setting. So thanks for joining us today. Yeah, you're welcome. Anytime. Have a good one. Thanks. We hope that you got some good insight into happiness, what we've got going on to ensure that our team and our clients are happy, and maybe what you would like to do to increase the satisfaction or measure that satisfaction for your own clients and customers. And if you'd like to check out our two-week free trial with no credit card required and to see what we do to make our potential customers and then customers happy, check us out at thereceptionist.com.